1: Me. Now, live from the
0: American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, the black-owned business give back. Is back and we've teamed up with Associated Bank once again to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. And so the home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter in 2023. To sign up for this incredible, magnanimous, stupendous marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank, member FDIC. Let me see what Mr. Mundy is talking about. He said tax money used to stop schools from being victims of rec. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven 1017 is my number number five my number my number number five my number <laughs> number five <laughs> it's Friday I'm just saying. like really how come I can't get five I got five on it okay I, I, I'm just I'm just not gonna get five she so play four three two one every time bam like sometime when I don't even point five i can't get a five you know five is my favorite number by the way like when i was pledging five was my number so i like five top five at five five this five then all of a sudden i look around the station everybody doing five hey let's do the top five no you can't use five do six do four do three but you can't use five and then on my own show i can't get five played but that's okay Or every time I do the number, I'll just say number five, and then we'll just say something different. Let's do it like that. Nah, then y'all would think I was crazy. That's okay. Can we we call people crazy anymore? Good. You know you're not supposed to call people. They're mentally impaired or whatever we call. We don't call people. Well, I'm not politically correct. You're crazy. Okay, we're done. It's Friday. It's pop-off Friday. Whatever pops in my head, I'm going to say it. Within reason. Within reason. We're learning today new information about that Wednesday morning shooting death at the Milwaukee gas station. Now, Milwaukee older woman wants City Hall. You mean the old anyway, um, wants City Hall to regulate armed security guards. Y'all can't regulate the lights being on the street lights. We can't get garbage picked up. We can't get streets cleaned. Now you want to regulate? Okay. All right. Milwaukee neighborhoods deserve better. Alderwoman Andrea Pratt plans to introduce legislation that would regulate armed security guards at Milwaukee businesses. In what way? Because they're already regulated by the state. What are we doing? Dozens of people have protested outside the Clark Station at Titonia and Roosevelt over the past two days mourning the loss of 29-year-old Isaiah Allen. They want the gas station shut down while the shooting is investigated. It's all it that. Why would we shut down? The, okay, couple things that I'm um I'm, I understand I'm, I'm understanding, but I'm not understanding. Pratt echoed those calls on yesterday. She said he was shot and killed. Allen was shot and killed Wednesday morning. Witnesses say they saw the security guard shoot him. MPD did not share much about the person who allegedly pulled the trigger. But Pratt shed more light on what happened in a lengthy statement on what she called an unacceptable tragedy. Here's my problem. You are a new older woman. It is not your job to not have the police information, not be part of the investigation, and then tell the public what an investigation is and what happened at something that you were not at. You cannot do that as a city official. You need to let the police department do their job. Let the official statement come out. And if it comes out, let it come out from city hall and have it vetted by the police department. But what you can't do is tell people what happened. She says she looked into many questions about armed security and will create council legislation that regulates the use of guards, making it a requirement that they be licensed and bonded. Now, do you know the issue that's going to form every organization Every event that decides they want to do something publicly is now going to have to have security. And then security is going to be what? Licensed and bonded. And then they're going to, what? Figure out a way to tax it. And then we'll have less events because people can't afford it because they need licensed and bonded. Or you can just have people walking around and, you know, monitoring, right? Well, they're acting like security, so they... This, this is this is going to get out of hand. Pratt said also in her statement that businesses should not be allowed to have security. That is not credentialed by the Wisconsin Department of Safety and Professional Services. Allen was a father of two. His mother said he suffered from mental health issues and was to leave for Kentucky this past Wednesday to get professional treatment. He was shot and killed that morning at 620. I, I understand the predicament that it creates, and I understand her wanting them to be licensed and bonded. What I see is, now, if you're a business like a gas station and stuff like that, and you have security, they should be licensed and bonded. You're, I agree with you 100%. The problem is the unanticipated issues it's going to cause for, say, Joe Blow, who's going to have a garden party, and all of a sudden you got to pay security. That's all I'm saying. At at some point, we have to be careful um, how these things actually occur. Number four. <laughs> I'm just having fun today. I'm I'm just I'm just having fun today. <laughs> now, I actually did that on purpose because I I talked real slow and then I went. <laughs> and I and I saw this. Uh, I should have gave you a heads up, right? I'm supposed to holler. Yes! <sighs> no fun. No fun! Can I get a... Number four. <laughs> so this is dumb. Milwaukee prosecutors ultimately charged a man with concealing stolen property after the River Hills Police Department posted on Facebook page that the district attorney's office would not. The investigation began when a couple, <clears throat> get this, went golfing at a nearby course, came back, found their SUV, computers, all their valuables, gone. Police tracked the car in Milwaukee, but the suspect wasn't hard to find. Milwaukee police helped River Hill officers track the stolen auto um, to a home near 25th and Greenfield the morning of July 23rd. Where do you think they found the guy? Sleep in the car. The guy that stole it. Fell asleep in the car. A River Hills officer is is heard on body camera video saying that's not what I expected. More of the video of the incident. Police ordering the man out. 20-year-old Alan Hernandez Mraz out of the vehicle and to not resist. He was probably asleep. He didn't have to resist. Found the keys. Triple A card belonging to the owner in his pocket. How'd that get there? I don't know how that get there. I don't know how that get there. I don't get it. Number three. <laughs> I had to dance. You don't like my Snoopy dance? We were talking about that. Did you know that some people do not know? You know what a Snoopy dance is? See? Oh. I'm so disappointed. My mom's a big peanut person. What's it called? Okay, man? what that got the to peanut. do with you Because know. he's on the peanuts. Is it called the Peanuts? I don't know. She's into it and I i I know who Snoopy is, but I don't I don't think I remember his dance. What is the show called? <laughs> the Peanuts? <laughs> the um oh, it's called the Peanuts. It's a it's a cartoon. It's a like in the newspaper, the Peanuts, Peanuts Gang. Yeah. And then they made T V shows, Charlie Brown Christmas and all that, right? if you go to YouTube, there's a thing called the Snoopy dance. And you will see the Snoopy dance. Like, I cannot. You're like the third person today that I asked. Hey, you know Snoopy dance? And they looked at me like, oh, gosh. That was it, right? Yeah. I, I do but, know it. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. I mean, I mean, I get it but I just I don't know I don't know I don't, I don't really understand you know it's the part that, that you don't get right see here's, here's how it goes now that's real music to do it so they can see no way yes you nah. put the music on nah. they can't see me No. Nah. hit nah, nah. it one time <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> i don't think so <sighs> see, number that's three good. that's real music it's been nearly two months since Experience fitness across Wisconsin, shut their doors, and the closure came. It's quite a surprise for employees and customers. Well, we're now learning that from TMJ4.com that some customers are actually still being charged and their personal information sold and shared. Many customers contacted TMJ4 with questions over the legality of their personal and financial information being transferred all over to a Planet Fitness locations. I mean, like, there have been multiple times... Like right up until the day they closed, there was nothing. No signs, no email, no texts, no nothing. It's a familiar story for many experienced fitness customers. And so now Planet Fitness is charging them because they got transferred and sold to Planet Fitness. Somehow they got my new card information and started charging me $60 a month. And so they tried to call Planet Fitness and Experience for answers for several weeks. Never heard back. It's a common problem. Why wouldn't you just stop the payment on your credit card? I don't understand. I didn't sign up for these. I need you to stop them. Why is that hard? I don't don't really understand that. Oh, well. Mm. Number two. This one is funny. This one, I am going to try to see how I can do this. I'm going to um, give this to our good friend, Mr. Donald Trump, since he's bent on us having so much voting irregularity. A 75-year-old man... So says Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. From Fond du Lac was sentenced to 15 days in jail and fined 3,500 yesterday. After he admitted he cast ballots in both Wisconsin and Michigan during the 2020 election. Edward Milnar pled guilty to felony election fraud and obstructing an officer. Milnar voted in person in Wisconsin, an absentee ballot in Michigan, and an investigation found Wisconsin Election Commission submitted a referral. To the Fond du Lac County District Attorney's Office in April of 2022, suspecting Milnar may have voted in Michigan and Wisconsin during the November 3rd, 2020 election. Milner told a Fond du Lac police officer he has a second residence in Michigan. He spent six months in Michigan, six months in Wisconsin during the year. He had an ID from both states at the time of the election a couple years ago. He may have voted in both states, but denied voting in both states for the 2020 election, according to a September 29th complaint. And he claimed the last time he voted in Michigan was four years ago. Guess he can't add. But anyway, in August, after investigation found that he cast multiple votes in November 3rd of 2020, he acknowledged that he voted in person in Wisconsin. He didn't know if he sent a, a, a he, didn't know, he didn't remember if he voted there. Well, they had copies of the paperwork showing that he voted absentee ballot in Michigan. He pled Guilty? Well, his plea gave the number five people in Fond du Lac County of defendants for election fraud stemming from. What is it about Fond du Lac? What is it about Fond du Lac? And, and, and here's what I want to know. Well, February 2022, Fond du Lac District Attorney Eric Tony charged five people with felonies for registering to vote in the 2020 election from post office boxes rather than street addresses. Uh, Lawrence Klug, or Klug, Sam Wells and Jamie Wells were convicted of misdemeanors. The two other, Marquise Carter and Jeffrey Testroti, had charges dismissed. Another Fond du Lac man was convicted of voter fraud, sentenced to 10 days in jail, Donald Holt. What is it about Fond du Lac County that's causing people to cheat when they vote? I don't really understand that. Um, sounds kind of dumb, but... Who knows? Was that two or one? That was three. That was number two. So then you got to push the button that says number one. A Tennessee high school student. (laughs) What? What? It's radio shtick. Like, really? That was pretty Slick. I like that. It was funny. It's got to be generational. It's got (laughs) to be. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's gotta be, I mean, I'm hoping it is cause it's Friday. So otherwise I couldn't pop off about it. So, you know, mm. well, <clears throat> believe it or not, <laughs> I read this story and I went, what, what, what exactly am I missing? This is a, this is a role reversal. This is where the adult became the idiot child and the child was just an idiot. Anyway, a Tennessee High School student suspended for posting satirical memes about his principal will have the event, the, the offense scrubbed for the duration of a lawsuit. Um, the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression, or FIRE, filed a lawsuit on behalf of the the Tullahoma High School Rising Senior, identified as IP in court filings. Weeks before declaring the school's move to suspend a student who posted a content while off campus violated his First Amendment rights. In response to the lawsuit, the high school walked back its handbook policies of if you post something, if you're doing embarrassing social media, photos and posts are unbecoming of a wildcat. If you do anything that's unbecoming. Well, the problem with this is that. They were glad that the school took these corrective measures, but the fight isn't over. We won't rest until the students' constitutional rights are fully vindicated and the district moves the, removes the suspension and these vague policies. So here's what happened. Kiddo decided to make memes of a principal that they didn't like. And so some of the memes showed the principal in a dress with, you know, those cat whiskers coming out of your face and a nose. Um, It really wasn't that bad, but for some reason, well, they had a picture of the principal holding vegetables in a dress with a bow tie and those like cat whiskers and I don't know what this other one, but it has to do with a bird. Like a bird holding something, and that was it. Like like that that literally was it. Like that's it. It's a cartoon. Right. That's like a like an actual TV show. It's a meme. Right. But but they put the picture of the principal in it. Right? Huh. He got mad. Well, he needs to relax. So they suspended the kid. What they argued is that. School's not in session. It's the summer. And the kid has constitutional rights to pulse whatever they want. Whether or not you like it. Well, part of the policy said it couldn't be disruptive. So help me with something. How am I disrupting school when school's not even in session? So clearly they reversed it. But I think they're going to keep suing because somebody wants some money. You know, we always say, it's their civil rights. Yeah, but now they gotta get made whole because of their civil rights. And then they get paid. So I'm 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 kinda with the organization fire. At some point, the principal needs to get a life. Because we're talking something as simple as a meme. I'm sure I got some out there that I've never seen and they probably look dumb as all get out. Like yesterday, we were talking about my bald head, but I wasn't bald. But then we got to. Well, I hadn't had a haircut in like a month and a half. And so finally I went to go get a haircut and then I showed everybody. And I was talking about how my hair fit and all this. And I got it cut. And then we got into this. At school? Huh? That's Your students are here. Oh, no, here. Oh. And I would never let a student cut my oh. oh. Oh, my gosh. And um, we got into this diatribe. And then all of a sudden, those people who shall remain nameless, producers here, started pushing the camera up and looking at my big bald head up close. Well, it's off. It's not on. It it doesn't matter. You did it. And and then you probably recorded it. So I figure my head will show up somewhere with two eyes and a nose and some lips somewhere on the Internet as a meme. But then it's the back of my head, so how would you know it was me? You know what somebody said? Oh, you got a pretty big head. We'd know it was you. That hurt my feelings. I'm going to go cry now.
0: You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. The Truth is now home of Marquette University High School football. We have a big time matchup this week as two traditional powerhouses clash. That's tonight. Marquette High Hilltoppers take on the Arrowhead Warhawks. Kickoff is set at 7 o'clock tonight, so you'll have me, an hour of the Tory Low Show, I think, and then we'll have football over we'll Half an hour toy? We only got a half an hour toy. Then you get booted, Boo. Get out. We got football going on tonight. I love football on the truth. Friday Night Football on the Truth is presented by Gruber Law Offices. One call. That's all. I want to say thank you to Gruber Law Offices because I love Friday Night Football. It is. Yeah. And it disrupts my Friday evening because I got to sit there and listen to it. So, I love it. I'm a football fanatic. I think... I think I kind of like professional football, but it's eh. college football and high school football. Yeah. And and to be honest with you, the the lower the um like from from what do you call it? Like third the third level, right? I'm NCAA Division 3. I think that's where the best football is. That's just me. I I think it's much, much better. High school, much, much better. It's like being in Indiana for basketball or Texas for football. If you don't like it, you should probably not even live in the state. Same thing with Alabama. I ended up accidentally being in Montgomery, Alabama on the day Auburn played Alabama. I thought I came... I went to dinner with some faculty in Montgomery, Alabama, and I walked into a steakhouse. There was nobody there. There were like four people there, the waitress and the three of us. And I was like, where, where's, where did I miss? They were like, oh, no, honey, it's football. <clears throat> I'm like, okay. It's like, no, 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 it's football. We take our football seriously. And then I noticed there were people at the bar. They were all on one side and then all on the other side. And I'm thinking. And then I realized one was red and the other one was orange. Auburn orange. Crimson Tide red. I was like, oh, okay. And they were, I mean, hatred. Weird. Like that Michigan thing, but yes. What's your favorite sport? Uh, football. I love football. Okay. I just like college football and high school football. Like division 3, the lower the division is, the better and more exciting it is cuz you have no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like when you get to division 1, eh, that person is the is the star. That one's a star quarterback. This everybody else gets lost. Okay. High school, you have no idea who's who. <laughs> they ain't got names on their jersey. Or do they? We've. I guess they started doing that, too. Man. I don't know. And then and then they just play, and they love it. I love it. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. So make sure you're here. 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, pre-game is at 6.30. Kickoff is at 7. Friday Night Football on the Truth, presented by Gruber Law Office's One Call. That's all. When we come back, I'm going to quiz. I'm going to quiz. Um, hmm. I'm going to quiz Evan. Oh uh, no, I'm just teasing. Hey, Evan, what's going on? You doing a game? Outstanding. Um, I'm 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 gonna talk about. I don't know if anybody's alive. Well, some one of them I, I wasn't alive at, even though people would tell me I am. Uh, I was. Um, we're going to go over some uh, in the spirit of celebrating heritage and strengthening our community. I wanna, I wanna look at some some things because this week is the anniversary of the Watts riots, and I wanna look at some other things that have happened in in Black history and recent history as it relates to. Blacks and our protests for equal rights. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Traffic, Sports, and Weather up next.
0: More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. One, two, three.
1: You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. August is Black Business Month, and the award winning 1017 The Truth is teaming up with Associated Bank to celebrate the excellence of Black owned business in our community. Together, we're committed to uplifting local organizations and supporting black businesses. And that's why Carrie Noni will be spotlighting four black businesses in Milwaukee and telling their story of success. Be sure to follow 1017 The Truth on social media and YouTube so you can watch the incredible stories of these black owned businesses. Truth Nation, we encourage you to buy black all month, all year, for the rest of your life. Whatever your financial needs are, Associated Bank can help. And don't forget this weekend. If you love jazz and looking for a fun event to soak up the last minutes of summer, join the Truth Street Team. I can never get through that. Join the Truth Street Team. It's too many T's. It's like four T's in a row. Anyway, join the Truth Street Team at the Harbor Park. Jazz Rhythm and Blues Festival this Saturday, that's tomorrow, August 19th in Kenosha at Celebration Park. Gates open at 12, and it'll be a day of food and fun and Grammy Award winning guitarist Norman Brown will be performing live at 7.30. And while you're there, check out the Truth Tent. We'll try to win some treats. Some. Me and T's today are like not doing it. Free Truth Swag. <laughs> it's, it's only right. Uh, we hope to see you at the Harbor Park Jazz Rhythm and Blues Festival located right at Kenosha's beautiful lakefront this Saturday, 12 noon till 8 p.m. Truth Street Team is sponsored by UW Credit Union. They're here for every use. You see when I skipped the Truth Street Team and I was able to say it all. But when I do all four of those words together, my my, my, my tongue and my brain, they disconnect or something. I'm, I'm get what? What you say? Always saying mean stuff. Always saying mean stuff. I get to talk about and laugh my at me. You don't get to talk about and laugh at me. About the. I was agreeing with you. Nah, you're supposed to agree. You're supposed to go. That's not true. You're the nicest, sweetest person in the nice world. Saying all that. Okay. Bye. <sighs> Must be Friday. Must be Friday. So. <clears throat> I came across this story from the United Kingdom. So let let me, let me just say, I have an interview that's scheduled on Monday. You know, people are calling and wanting to talk about the debate being in Milwaukee and how do people in Milwaukee feel about stuff. And so I have an interview. I'm going to be on a podcast on Monday with a, with a group of people. So it, it ought to be interesting. That's all I'm saying. Um, and it's from a group from the BBC. Um, And so I'm I'm waiting to solidify that and show up after my show on Monday and be interviewed and all that stuff. But every now and again, stories in the United Kingdom, you know, are weird. Now, I happen to love the United Kingdom because I have subscriptions to BritBox and Acorn, which are British streaming services. Right. And so I like to watch British cop shows. I, I just do. I do. And they treat black people over there the same way they treat them here. So the fact that you have our Denzel Washington in Great Britain named Iteris Alba, like, he, he's, he's, like he's one of the few black actors that you could, like, like everybody can name. So anyway. <sighs> a nurse who led a campaign of violence and enjoyed playing God has been found guilty of murdering seven babies at a hospital in the UK. Lucy Letby, 33, was also convicted of trying to kill six other babies at the Countess of Chester Hospital Neonatal Unit during a year-long killing spree from June 2015 to June 2016. The shocking trial gave details of how 17 babies, all but one premature, were allegedly murdered or injured by Letby. Describing the prosecution, the, the prosecution described her as devious calculating and a cold-blooded killer. She attacked infants by injecting insulin, milk or air into their di- into, See, this is upsetting me. Milk or air into their bodies leading to their sudden collapse. She was accused of physically assaulting one baby and causing a liver injury akin to a road traffic accident. Let me took four attempts to kill one baby girl, attacked three sets of twins murdering one twin and then murdering two triplets within 24 hours of each other. Of course, she denied the 22 charges against her, seven counts of murder, 15 of attempted murder, but was convicted of 13 charges after the the the, the, the jury deliberated for 99 hours. What took you so long that you would need to deliberate over two weeks. Think about this. 40 hours is a regular work week. You'd have to do 16 hours a day for a week, and you'd only be at 80 hours. They did 99. Hours. I'm done. What took y'all so long? Did it take you that long because you had bathroom breaks and food breaks and home breaks and Come on. That's I'm, you know what? We need to go to break. I'm flying to London. I'm going to find her in prison. We're going to have a conversation. And it won't be pleasant.
0: You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com
1: truth in the afternoon i'm your host dr ken harris how how did you kill somebody over the course of a year and the hospital didn't find it like what yeah we got to and then she's got to be in um solitary confinement because if she gets out hmm Oh my gosh, I accidentally left the door open to the cell and other prisoners got in with her. Oh my God, I think they harmed her. No kidding. Where is she? I don't know. She disappeared. Uh, But the toilet's clogged. (laughs) Isn't that mean? Because that's what would probably happen to her if she went to a regular prison. Because people... You know, even criminals are like, okay, dude, children, no. Harmless babies, I think you should disappear. Now, remember we talked about things cops would and wouldn't do? In that instance, I'm not even putting myself in that situation. Oh, yeah, she killed 13, but, ba- oh, hey, okay, we're done. Where are you going? Oh, I'm leaving. Because if I got to deal with her, yeah, I'm going to be in the cell next door to her. If she survives and the fact that that happens, you just, you just can't do it. You should not be doing it. That just, that just, that just, I don't get that. Hey, I just want to remind you that um, Canadian wildfire smoke is going to be coming through this evening and tomorrow. So air quality may drop into the unhealthy for sensitive groups uh, at times, but much of the smoke looks like it will remain light. Tonight, few clouds will move in. Lows range from the upper 50s to low 60s. And then um, highs jump into the mid 80s on Saturday. Lots of sunshine. It'll be breezy with south winds gusting up to 25 miles an hour. Dew points will climb into the low 60s, making it feel like a little sticky. Humidity is going to continue to climb. But remember that there is a air quality advisory that remains in effect until 11 p.m. Friday night. So make sure that you pay attention and make sure you watch it. And it should go through till Monday. But, you know, you should, you should, you should be careful. Tonight, it shouldn't be. But it'll, it'll be a little hazy over the weekend. Make sure you're careful. So I was I was looking at these these um, how many times over over time that that black people have protested, and of course today this week, um, it started on August 11th, 1965, and ran for six days. The Watts riots, um, the arrest of uh, Marquette Fry, black man driving his car. This single incident ignited the Watts community, mostly black. And people who lived there. Often felt mistreated by police, and if it, it wasn't just this instance, but a history of unfair practice, uh, poverty was rampant. They didn't have good jobs, nice homes, or good schools. Um, Marquette Fry was arrested. Neighborhood erupted. People started. They were just tired of being treated unfairly. They were sick and tired of being sick and tired. Six days, streets were on fire. Not just buildings, but they burned with anger, and people wanted. Fairness, respect, and change at the time they lost thirty four lives, a thousand people were injured, and forty million dollars in damage and it's a crucial chapter because not long after that, the Civil rights act um that had passed in sixty four and then sixty eight and seventy two um, yeah Can we count Montgomery, that riverfront brawl, as a? Okay, we're not. <laughs> uh, number two, you remember the Attica Prison Rebellion. Anybody learn any of this stuff in school? The, the Attica Prison Rebellion? Yeah. Guided by uh, divine purpose, Nat Turner, sought to liberate his people from slavery. He used his preaching to rally support. And on August 21st, 1831, they had a revolt. And then, of course, Ferguson, the Ferguson uprising in 2014 following the fatal shooting of Michael Brown, an unarmed black teenager by a white police officer. And then the Baltimore uprising when Freddie Gray, they put in the back of a wagon and drove him around and bounced him around and kept him handcuffed and all sorts of things. Um, unfortunately, he had a neck injury and subsequently passed away. And then you had the L.A. riots in 92 with Rodney King. Um erupted following the acquittal of four white officers captured on video beating Rodney King, a black motorist. Um, the verdict sparked widespread civil disturbances resulting in over 50 deaths. And then, of course, recently, we can't forget. Well, let's let us go back. Because during 1965, we also had the 67 Detroit riots, and we had riots here in Milwaukee as well. Um, Detroit was known as the 12th Street riot. After a police raid on a blind pig um, after hours bar in the early morning of July 23rd, 1967, violence erupted and um, exposed racial tensions. Forty three people died, extensive property damage. And then we have. May of 2020. In Minneapolis, the George Floyd. Riots that soon spread across. America and the world which brought us where to where we are here. And so when we talk about change and when we talk about truth, people like Craig Carmazan decided to step up and not just put his money where his mouth was, but to allow other people to be able to build it. And so he went out and he sought out and he found two people, Cherie Harris and Kyle Wallace and allowed them to build out what we now have three years and eight months later, the award winning 1017 The Truth. So, when we talk about whether or not change can happen, when we talk about whether or not there's hope, I say never give up. Somebody asked me the other day and I asked on the air, will racism ever end in America? I say no, but I also say there's hope, and if we can hold on to that, if we can just one, every, one time each day do something, be kind, show respect and dignity to someone that doesn't look like us, I think we'll make it. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe's show is coming up next for 30 minutes. We got pregame, and then the Marquette, Hilltoppers, and Arrowhead will be playing high school football. Brought to you by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Rhea. Appreciate it. You know I said I had you go number five. (laughs) Make sure you listen all weekend long. We'll be back Monday morning with DT and Telly and we'll just go through Monday again and just have a great time. Be safe. Stay indoors if you have to unless you come on a Harbor Fest, then you can come out. God bless, take care, I'm out.